I got a lot last night of people texting me from really, uh, well, a couple of places, Pittsburgh and uh, North Carolina. I had one from uh, Venezuela about the message. And this message, you know, I'm, I'm a prayer lady. That's really where my anointing is. And I don't mind preaching, but really my call is to pray. That's my calling. For me to do what I'm doing right now and preaching to you is a secondary thing with me. You have no idea how long it takes me to, 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 for God to stir up a message because my, it's not my first call. It is to preach to you, but I do it, but I seem at the best way that I do it is to preach from the place of prayer. And so a lot of prayers last night were really happy because we preached on prayer. Amen? So we hope you're going to be happy too this morning. Um, you know, one of the things, there's different things that prayer actually does. Uh, when you pray, prayer, uh, when you begin to pray, prayer actually makes a way. That's one of the things that it does. It, it would be kind of like, I like to say, like road work. Where corporately, what happens is everybody locks arms together spiritually, and we make roads. And on those roads, people can actually walk out and travel on the roads that we make by prayer. So when we come together in a corporate setting like this today where the believers are together, uh, we just follow the Lord and do what he says with prayer. If he says turn right, we turn right. If he says turn left, we turn left. You, you know all of that. And it's all for the advancing of the kingdom of God. And so we're going to turn first to Matthew, the third chapter. One of the things you're going to find out about yourself today is who you are. One of the things that you are, okay? Now, the stage is set right here in Matthew, the third chapter. So if we were doing a drama this morning, we would go, da 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 Okay, verse 1. And in those days, there appeared John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, repent, change your mind, change your conduct, conduct, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And then he said this, verse 3. This is he, Matthew speaking. This is he who was mentioned by the prophet Isaiah. Whoa. So you mean 2,000 years before this, there is a prophet that is talking about the anointing and the power on this man that is coming before Jesus? Yeah, that's right. This is who was mentioned by the prophet Isaiah when he said, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, shouting in the desert, prepare the road for our Lord. Make his way straight and level and direct. And so when Isaiah said that, that is from Isaiah 40, and we'll look at that in a few moments. All right. So here we're, we're looking at the call that is on John the Baptist before the coming of the Lord. All right? So let's see it again over in Luke, the first chapter, when Luke was writing about it. Luke chapter 1 and verse 13. Luke 
come forth. All right. So here, this is an angel that comes to speak with John's father, Zechariah, about the birth of their son, who is John the Baptist. And the angel said to him, verse 10 of Luke 2, the angel said to him, be not afraid, for hold, behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which shall come to all the people. Remember, that's what the angels said when they came uh, into Bethlehem. That's what they were saying there. They were all shouting, this is good news of great joy. For you to, unto you is born this day in the town of David, a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Now, go over to verse 13. That was the wrong scripture. Sorry. Here we, here we go. Zechariah. Um, and you shall have joy and exultant delight when speaking of John his son. For he will be great, speaking of John the Baptist, and distinguished in the sight of the Lord. He'll be great, and he will be distinguished, and he will be filled with and controlled by the Holy Spirit even from his mother's womb. This is John. From his mother's womb, this anointing to make a way for Jesus is going to be on him. This is what the anointing will do. And he will turn back and cause to return many of the sons of Israel to the Lord their God. And he himself, speaking of John the Baptist, will go before him in the spirit and in the power of Elijah. In other words, another thing here is that in the spirit and the power that Elijah had on him is going to be the same power that's on John the Baptist for the first coming of the Lord to prepare the way. An amazing thing. And so why is that? Why is that in order to make ready a people prepared in spirit and placed in right moral state? So right now here as we're looking, we see that this here in Luke chapter 1 defines his ministry John the Baptist's ministry from God's perspective. He said he, John the Baptist, will go before him to prepare the way. That means he would come before Jesus. And he would come in the spirit of Elijah. What will that anointing do? It will turn the hearts of the fathers to the sons and the hearts of the uh, children to their fathers. And so... This was all done to make ready the way of the Lord. So that was, we had to see a preparation here. There's always in God a preparation for things, especially if they're great things like the coming of the Lord. And so there had to be a way built. So John's ministry had the effect that he would make a way for Jesus, but it wasn't that he would just like, build a platform for Jesus to come on. But it had to be a road. It, it looked like road work for Jesus to actually enter his ministry. So it wasn't just what John spoke that made him unique. Remember Jesus said of him, of all the prophets, he said he is the greatest prophet that ever lived. 
Why is that? Why was he the greatest prophet? All of the rabbis, Jewish rabbis, uh, spoke by the spirit of prophecy. I mean, the land of Israel, my goodness, the whole land, the spirit of prophecy rests upon it. So the way that John was different from the preacher, other preachers of Torah was the anointing on him. It was the anointing. The anointing on him had a deposit. It had a characteristic. We could say it, it had a, an ingredient on the anointing on him that absolutely prepared a way. It made a road. So the brand of anointing that was on John the Baptist was so that he could, uh, Jesus could actually enter his ministry. Amazing. Now, there are different kinds of anointings in the Bible, different kinds of power. Remember, Jesus stood up in Luke chapter 4 and he said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach deliverance to the captive, recovery of sight to the blind, uh, to preach the gospel to the poor, and all the things there. Da 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 da. Each one of those being a separate anointing, but that anointing destroys yokes and burdens, moves things that are evil out of the way. This anointing that was, that was on John was the same that was on Elijah made a way. And the way, this is really interesting. Lots of times in the Old Testament, prophets, it would almost be like they had a canvas. And they're going to paint a picture of what that anointing actually looks like. What does it look like? If we could paint a picture of that anointing and what the anointing and that power looked like, it would be like road work. It would look like road equipment doing its job, road work, road construction. That's what it looked like. Powerful, just powerful. And, of course, we, we know about that, about road work. We have two seasons here called winter and road work, right? So we know about road work, that it can be a really pesky deal, you know. But when the highway is all finished, wow, everything's really nice. I remember uh, the pilgrims. When they came to America, there was no roads. There was no highways. I mean, you know, they're just in the woods, they had to make a way, but when they did make that way, piles of people then could, could come on those roads. Amen? So, um, let's see this now over in Isaiah, the 40th chapter. Now, remember, that's what he prophesied. Uh, Isaiah was prophesying about John the Baptist in Matthew chapter 3. Okay, this is what Isaiah said about John the Baptist 2,000 years before. His eyes are on this man. His eyes are on John the Baptist. Isn't that amazing? And he's going to tell you about the anointing on John the Baptist and what it looked like. A voice of one who cries, prepare in the wilderness the way of the Lord. Clear away the obstacles. Make straight and smooth in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted and filled up. Every mountain, are you seeing it now? Every mountain and hill shall be made low. 
road construction. That's what we're seeing. And the crooked and uneven places shall be made straight and level, and the rough places a plain. Why? So that the glory of the Lord could be manifest and Jesus could come. Now, it's not talking here about just a little glory. It's not talking about the glory that would be on the church in Texas if the glory fell on a Sunday morning and, and God, you know, came in that service. This is way, way bigger than that. This glory right here, this glory, all flesh could see it together. And you know that that anointing is still working today because still people are coming to the glorious Savior, Jesus. Isn't that amazing? This was the anointing that was on him. But, you know, um, and so right here we see that he first tells us about it, what's going to happen by his voice and the anointing on him, and then he tells us exactly what that is going to look like. He gives us an architectural drawing of what it's going to look like. And so um, there was piles of work here to be done. But notice, God prepared the equipment. Now, we see road construction here, and it did look like this, but it was still the anointing. So it was... Not by power. It was not by might, but it was by the Holy Ghost that was on John the Baptist and even at his birth. Are you all with me? Yes. Praise the Lord. Okay. And so God provided uh, that anointing uh, for the glory of the Lord. So, in our day, this time now, here we are. So if Matthew was writing today, he would say, in those days, because he's getting ready for the second coming of the Lord. So we have all come to the kingdom for such a time of this. We as praying people. And before he comes the second time, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ is making a way by prayer for him to come. The tools that we use are words. And our words have upon them this ingredient called anointing. And the interesting part about it in this room, there's all different kinds. All different kinds of anointing in this room. And what that anointing does is it clears a path for God to work. Whatever you're praying about, I mean, even whether it's a second coming or, you know, you're praying about a, um, a certain circumstance, a healing, a deliverance, financial provision, what, whatever you're praying about, if you yield yourself over to the Holy Ghost and you start praying, then you start clearing a path for your miracle. Those words that are coming out of your mouth, they have this characteristic and they have this deposit on them from heaven that straightens things, that makes uneven things even, 
that makes a highway. I mean, it talked about over here, there was, um, there was anointing for mountains to bring mountains low. You know how they make mountains blow, uh, low? Like I, I remember one time I was in Branson and I was doing a meeting there and so we had to stop because they were blasting this mountain to make a road. And they had dynamite, they were blasting it. That's equipment. Isn't it equipment? Somebody's gotta do that. Does everybody have that? No. No, they don't know how to blast. If you told me I had to take this and you go out there and you take the dynamite and you blow it up, it could be disastrous because I don't have that equipment. I have no idea even what they're talking about. So we have an anointing right now as the body of Christ. That's why we're rising up. That's why the church is doing something that it's never done before. You and I are responsible now to become road workers. Now, there is this older gentleman that I love to read after. He was one of those old timers. And his name was P.C. Nelson. And he said this about praying in other tongues. Now listen to me. Let me tell you about this. If you're live streaming today and you've never watched, I am, most of all, a Pentecostal. <laughs> and I love it because I've seen it work. And I love it because when I pray in tongues, I am actually speaking a vocal miracle. I'm making miracles happen. Miracles, when I pray in other tongues, miracles begin to happen. And I, I'm going to prove this to you right now. So don't shut me down out there. Don't shut me down. And if you're a born-again Christian, then you need to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. And the evidence that you have is speaking in other tongues. It's miraculous. Hallelujah. Praise God for Jesus who gave us the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. Okay, back to PC. PC Nelson said this, when you begin to pray in other tongues, you draw from the riches of his glory and wisdom. All right, let's do that right now. Pray in other tongues right now. All right, when you pray in tongues, immediately you start to draw from the riches of his glory and wisdom. Right then, right then, by the power of the Holy Ghost, you started to draw on wisdom. You start for whatever you're praying about, whatever is, is important to you. You draw on the resources of heaven your inner man is lit up by the fire of God. And you begin to pour out things that those words will make a highway. A demonstration or a manifestation with your tongue, you might not understand it, but supernaturally there is a miracle taking place because the Holy Spirit prays the perfect will of God. Your heavenly language carries God's nature and his power to your prayer project. Now, uh, somebody just gave me a transcript of Brother Halverson and something he preached, and so they sent me the transcript of it so I could really study it. 
So in that transcript, he said this. He was preaching along, and he said this. The power of God wants to come out in your life. Hello. The power, the power of God wants to come out in your life. The power of God wants to come out. It wants to come out. Come out. Come out. You don't just do that. Come out. Where are you? Come out. The power of God wants to come out in your life. He wants you to be an agent of his power. In other words, he wants you to be a pipeline. And then he says this. Think of yourself right now. I'm a pipeline. Who cares what the pipeline looks like? Who cares what it's made of? Who cares what its education is? Who cares what its association has been? What he cares about is that you will yield to the Holy Ghost and let him use you to pray that you would be a pipeline. Okay, so if we had time, how long have I been going? Okay. It's just only one. I don't have to do another one after this. So if we went over to Romans chapter 8, I'm telling you, Pastor Mac preached on the, out of this. I wanted to jump up out of my seat and run when he preached. out of Romans chapter 8, it says this. Well, I'm going to look at it because I just like it so much. I just love to read this verse of Scripture right here. Notice, the, Romans 8, 26. So to the Holy Spirit comes to my aid. You're praying in tongues immediately. He starts coming to your aid. And he bears you up in your weakness. For we do not know what prayer to offer it or how to offer it worthily. That is the greatest revelation, my God. That is the greatest revelation that you will ever get in all of your life. If that you don't know what to pray. So when you don't know what to do, you always start looking at somebody to help you, right? But I don't know why we don't do that. The greatest revelation I've ever received in my life was that I didn't know how, that I was going to have to yield to the Holy Ghost. So what does the Holy Ghost do? He's my helper. He's the paraclete. The Bible calls him a comforter. But it's not like, like P-I-L-L-O-W. Like comfort, like that pillow. It's like a pillar, P-I-L-L-A-R. He, he, he's a standby. He's a helper for you. So when you don't know, you see, this is interesting. There's a compensating that must take place for our inadequacy. He knows everything. He knows everything about everything in the whole world. He knows about it. And so the greater one living in you, you start yielding over to him and he becomes a pipeline. Because to get a God result, I mean, my God for America right now, to get a God result, we're going to have to have a God language. We're going to have to have some God tools to get us where we're supposed to be. Amen. So 
We are incapable, say, I am incapable, of producing the result. I can't find words. If I just found the words, I'd be talking out of my head. And that isn't going to help anything for you to talk out of your head. But the greater one is living on the inside of me. And I become a pipeline. And I pray. Now, listen to what P.C. Nelson said. Talking about the Holy Spirit. He says, he has exceptional knowledge. He's a genius. If you yield to him, he will make you smart. He will lead you in tongues to pray out and to process by prayer the whole plan. So we will supernaturally bring forth knowledge, answer, solution by prayer. That is why tongues is a vocal miracle. You bring forth exceptional knowledge. Now, there was this lady. Her name was Amy Simple McPherson. How many ever heard her name? Good. Yeah, you all know her. She was the founder of the Foursquare uh, Church. Great praying lady. But she was an evangelist. And in her day and in her time, had fabulous miracles. Went all over the world uh, preaching the gospel. And um, she talked about apostolic praying. I like that. And so people always wanted to be with her. And so she would say, I'm going to such and such a nation. How many of you want to go? And everybody would go, I want to go, I want to go, I want to go. And she'd say, come up here, all of you. Get down on your knees over here. And we're going to pray for this nation. So she said, first of all, you're going to go to the nation on your knees. When you go to the nation on your knees, it's going to make a way and a highway for people that are going to go on their feet. See? Road, your road worker. Apostolic praying. Doing some road work. I mean, you can just know about it right now. The Bible says in Isaiah 61, nations, nations will come to our light. All at once, all at one time, nations will come. How? In the world would you pray about that? I, I don't know how to pray about that. I have no idea. But oh, I start yielding to the Holy Ghost. I start praying in other tongues. North Korea, Lord, I lift it up to you. As soon as I start doing that, I become a pipeline and the Holy Ghost connects with me and he prays the perfect will of God for North Korea. He knows how to get in. He knows how to calm out. He knows who has the anointing to get in. What do I do? I'm just the road worker. I just make the way. Hallelujah. Okay, so he says he has all knowledge. The Holy Spirit Number two, P.C. Nelson, he has an advocate, a lawyer. He's never lost a case. He has perfect protocol and procedure. He's got all the information. He will plead a perfect case through you as his pipeline. He always is one up on the prosecutor and the accuser. As you pray in tongues, 
He prays what is necessary to win. Hallelujah. Glory to God. All right. Then he said this. <clears throat> he has persuasive speaking ability. I love it so much. So he prompts us to say the things that, that it bypasses our head. Where from our spirit, we begin to speak right out of our mouth divine secrets, mysteries, things we don't know, things we don't understand. It doesn't matter that you don't know. You, you, don't, you could have never thought of it. Hallelujah. Beyond human understanding. I know recently I, I've learned to trust the Holy Ghost in this more than anything. I don't know that revelation of I didn't know how to pray. I can't tell you what that's done for me in my life. It's amazing. So this one night I was awakened. Pastor Matt was in uh, Fort Worth. I was awakened the night. It was like somebody hit me on the shoulder. Boom. And I was awake. I started praying in other tongues. Now this is what happens. That anointing starts to work in you as I pray in other tongues. I don't know yet what's happening, but I know something is happening. And God needs me right this very moment, and I'm going to need to be a pipeline for him to flow through. So I start praying in other tongues, pray, pray in other tongues. As I prayed, the operation of the word of knowledge came. And the word of knowledge said that America was, there was an, an, an encroachment of an enemy in, in the area of cyber. In other words, our, our national security was being threatened. I, I, I knew that, so I kept praying in other tongues because I knew the Lord knew how to fix it. I knew I couldn't fix it in myself. I wasn't looking to myself to fix it. I just looking to Jesus, looking to the Holy Spirit to work through me to be this pipeline so he can flow through me to fix it. I'm in the midst of a vocal miracle. I'm in the midst of a manifestation of God. So I felt led to call uh, uh, friends in uh, Baltimore uh, where one of the agencies for national security is, and, and we have friends there. And so I texted him. This is the middle of the night. He, he was awake. So I said to him, do you know what to do? Because that agency is near to where his uh, church is, or one of them. And so um, he said, I know what to do. So he called me back in a little bit, found out he, when he called me back that his sister actually worked in that agency. The sister got up. She went to the a a agency to pray and got other people praying. The next morning, somebody in a very high position in the agency said, boy, I don't know what happened last night, but I'm so glad y'all prayed. You will never know how serious. This is like, I mean, every, people in this room are like, wow, wow, wow. This is how God wants to use you. This is how God wants to use you. The sniper, how many years ago was that? Pastor Ray, you were in that service. This, they had this Maryland sniper. Y'all remember him? Just going around killing people, which, you know, nowadays, it's like back then it was, wasn't very prominent. And, you know, we didn't go, oh, well. 
<laughs> right now today, I mean, wow, it's happening all around us. People are, things are happening. But back then, I mean, in that day, it was like all eyes were on this circumstance and situation. This one man that they couldn't find, they couldn't catch him. I'm preaching along in my Wednesday night service. And I said, let's just go after the sniper. Here's everybody together with all of their supernatural equipment. I said, let's pray in the Holy Ghost. Next day, they got him. The sniper, they got him. But this is the interesting thing. That day, churches called us and said, well, y'all praying about the sniper? This was way before streaming. You didn't know what anybody else was doing. We all praying about the sniper. We were praying about the sniper. So here is an operation, a coordinated operation by God Almighty and a whole bunch of churches got together and they plowed the road and the road went straight to the apprehending of a snake. Praise the Lord. Now, this right here this morning is a coordinated operation. All right, so when we think about coordinated operations, we think about, we can think about the military. You know, like the Air Force, the Marines, the Army, the Navy, blah, blah. Okay, so they train, I mean, not blah, blah about them, but you know. Uh, they train, those people, they train separately. And they, can, they work separately, but there can be a time because time called for it. There can be a coordinated operation where everybody comes together and everybody has a part and they have equipment and they, all of that comes together for the operation. If we went back to Isaiah chapter 40, we see there four things in that road work. We see the valley had to be filled in. There's a whole bunch of people that have the anointing to fill in the valley. Then there's the mountain that's got to be brought low. Whole bunch of people over there that have that to bring the mountain down. Crooked places, uneven places, made straight. Whole nother group of people that are called to do that. And then the rough places are plain. So first of all, what we do is we identify the work. We identify the work. Now, today, the work we're going to do is going to be from 2 Chronicles 7, where it said, if my people who are called by my name, that would be who? Moi? Say me. Me and you. Me and you. God has already scoped out the land. He knows who's here. He knows this coordinated operation right now that's going to take place. Here, here's our project, our prayer. If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves. Do you know that the body of Christ, we have to humble ourselves to do this? You know, do you know that in this room right now, nobody probably wants, to, no, just in your flesh, nobody wants to humble themselves and pray? Just in your flesh right now, you think anybody in the room wants to humble themselves and pray? No, but that's a part of humbling. Is I don't want to, but I'm going to. 
If my people who are called by me shall humble themselves and pray, seek, crave, and require of a necessity my face. I'm telling you right now, we are at the point where it's a necessity. There's nothing else. We, we can't be looking at anybody else to heal our land. There's just going to be one, this one, that's going to do it. And his name is Jesus. Hallelujah. Opposite my face, and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven, forgive their sin, and he'll heal the land. So this is the project. So we identify the work. So then right now in this room, God, God Almighty is moving among, among us to identify all of the equipment to get this project done. In this room, when we pray in other tongues, there is equipment here by the Holy Ghost to make a road to heal our land. So that's what it's about. Now, this is just like the first coming of the Lord, John the Baptist. He made the way. He was the forerunner. Here we are right now, today. I'm a highway builder. Say, I'm a highway builder. God anoints me as a road worker. Road work is his priority. Because we have a deadline. And it is the coming of the Lord. And God has a plan for America. And it ain't this one. Right here. But we can get over to that. God's people can help that. So there's right now this release of, of, of road workers here. God is going to stir up the gift in you. Seems like, you know, some road workers, I'm telling you, they've been on lunch break for a long time. They've been talking and laughing and worst part of it, they've been watching television and wiping their eyes and saying, oh my God, what are we going to do? When they ought to be over here doing some road work. So today, there is an alarm in the realm of the spirit right now. The head of the church right now has a clarion call to release Holy Ghost equipment for this time right now. Some anointing in this room is going to construct. Others it will repair. Others it will restore. Others it will build. I don't know what's on you. I just know what's on me. I know that I have an anointing to pray in other tongues. It is a vocal miracle. So right now, you can leave here today and you can say, Wow, we had a miracle today in church. I'm telling you something. Because you did. You're going to start praying in tongues. You're going to be the agent that the Holy Ghost prays through right near for this scripture. Right here. If my people are called by my name. Okay. It's 1117. We're going to pray 10 minutes for America. You think that you can pray in other tongues for 10 minutes? I dare you. I dare you. You hear me out there online? You hear me? You hear me out there? You hear me out there online? I dare you to do it. I dare you. All you have to do is yield yourself. Just be a pipeline and say, right now, Father, now you can stand up, you can sit down, you can lay in the floor. I don't care. Remember, it doesn't matter about all of this. 
It's just that you become a pipeline and let God use you right now. I'm telling you, if we would say, okay, every Sunday morning at 10.15, we're going to do this until election day. At 10.15, from 10.15 to 10.30, we're going to be a road worker. And here's, here's what we're going to do right here. This is how it's going to look. In the realm of the Spirit, God's already given you a natural. He's given you a natural right here of how this is going to look today. I'm telling you, you can leave here today and you can say, we had road work today. Hallelujah. So we're going to lift up our voice. The Bible says in Acts, the fourth chapter, they lifted up their voice in prayer. We're going to lift our voice up and we're going to pray in the spirit right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If out there and online, if you never prayed in other tongues, you ever had the baptism of the Holy Ghost. If you never had that, you can have it right now. Just yield yourself right now to the Holy Ghost and say, Father, baptize me in the Holy Ghost. And then start praying in other tongues. It comes up out of your heart. And you can be a part of this great miracle today of the restoration. Hallelujah. Do it right now. Everybody. Let God use your equipment of the Holy Ghost. Ten minutes now. You're going to give me ten minutes. Shoulder up, Bakeshte. America, America, hallelujah, America, America. Oh God, you come and touch and heal our land right now by the power of the Holy Ghost, praying through all of your people, a great coordinated operation of the Spirit. And there will be many, many, many in the days ahead. There will be many. I'll open supernatural doors for people all over the world to pray together to pray together to bring forth the fruit to bring forth that which I am wanting to give say it the Lord come on now pray come on now all of you out there at home, come on, join in with us. Oh, hallelujah, for the display of the glory of the Lord. We turn our eyes up. We turn our eyes on Jesus. We're looking to Jesus. We're not looking at things in the natural, but we look to Jesus and we hook up with him to work his plan out today. Yes, into it. Yes, we're praying into it. We're praying into it now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Everybody praying. Everybody is. Everybody's praying right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Lift one hand toward heaven and still be praying in other tongues. That'll help you yield more. 
isha is a se isha es des os eklinda katakore mamato as a si ishi aso braste a braste yes a process this is a process i know that lord yes blessed word yes it is a process it's going to take some time for the church to rise up and to do the plan and the will of god and every supernatural door thank you lord hallelujah and jesus Jesus, oh, we are seated in heavenly places with you. And the header and the church. God has given all power and all authority to the church for God to move, move in our midst now. The Holy Ghost is moving, doing things you couldn't possibly understand with your head. Hallelujah. But manifestations and demonstrations, miracles, signs and wonders are being wrought from this place at this very moment. Assistance, assistance of your spirit, assistance, Lord, of your spirit. Mambresto, manifestations, operations, amen, amen, yes, amen, 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 yes, Lord, we lift up the man. I know, Father, I know. The healing, the healing of America, the healing of America. Ambrasia Geisha, the healing. Andash Geisha, Soreshtasi. Thank you, Lord. Andoro, working it. You're working it. Oh, you're working it. Ambraste, Ambrastoka, Arisha, Azesiko, Ambraste, Ambrate, Oreste, Baloto Rodabaco, Ambarota, all about Probo. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, only the ages will tell. Only time will tell what has happened from these times, from these times where there is a coordinated operation of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, there's a lady out there that's watching online and she has gotten so happy. Hallelujah. She knows God is working. God is working here. Hallelujah. Lady, yeah, you can run all around your house if you want to. Yeah, you can shout. Glory to God. Glory to God. He's working right now for America to restore and heal our land. Our land. This is our land. We remind you, devil, this is our land. This is our land, devil. You're not having our land. You're not having America. You're not having it. We remind you of that in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody gave a Lift up your voice now. Lift up your voice. Sorry, Kotuya. Andoreste. Undo, 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 Father. Angels go, angels go to those war zones. Go to the war zones, wherever those zones are. Angels go in the name of Jesus right now. We loose you, we loose you on assignment. We loose you right now on assignment. In the name of 
Jesus. To bring healing to America. Ambresta, Erastur, Ambraco, Andero, Saito Remema. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you got something, we can all sing together. Yeah? Okay. Here she goes. I'm going to sing this to the Lord. Hallelujah. The more I see you, the more I find you. It's overwhelming, I want to sit, I want to sit at your feet, drink from the cup in your hand, lay back against you and breathe, feel your heartbeat, this love is so deep, it's more than I could stand, I'm melting your peace, it's over. Oh. 